Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. What's up, everybody? Man, the little snacks you bought was kind of good. Man, try to try to do a little something. A little healthy, add a little. That was not healthy. We eating tangerines and bananas and you water. You bought three bags of potato chips up in here. Not necessarily potato chips. Let's go ahead. Even though they're not a sponsor, maybe they will soon be a sponsor. But these are the um, wrap snacks. And with, I'm looking uh, on the back of it. Uh, about- Master P and and uh, his son. Listen, it says 150 uh, calories per serving. What's the serving? Anybody tell you eat the whole bag? Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I'm, I'm having a COVID withdrawal or something. I'm going with that. What's, what's, what's going on with that? What are you talking about? It's just, you know, it's messing up my sleep pattern. Oh, that's I, that's what I hear about everybody saying that, that their sleep pattern is, is messed up. And then the other thing is, um, isn't daylight saving time coming up? Mm, spring, yeah, yeah. Fall, fall, ain't it? Fall, fall back, yeah, fall I back, think, and then you spring forward. I think Labor after, after Labor Day, yeah. yeah. But what yeah. day is that? But listen, yo, these right. weeks are flying by so quickly. It's, it's not until uh, November first. Okay. Oh, it's close enough. September, October, November. Well, you know, as we get over, you know, your body starts changing, doing stuff, doing its own thing. It starts telling you when the weather is changing. I know. Do you remember when? You, have you always worn had to wear glasses? Um, I always needed glasses. Is there a certain um, time you remember when you needed glasses? Yes, junior high school. You know when I needed glasses, as soon as I turned 40 is when I immediately knew that. Really? I Before then, no problems. Really? And I was told by the time you turn 40, you'll start noticing changes in your body. I've always heard that, but you know, you'd be like, you know, not necessarily. But the the whole, that was good that you you didn't need them until then. I didn't. Like I say junior high school for me. I wanted them just because everybody else had some. Really? You know how everybody had the glass. Like, oh, I want me a pair of glass. And then I didn't need them. But as I got um, older and when I turned 40 is when I needed the glass. Okay. And that was uh, kind of uh, interesting. So now do you you enjoy them that you nope. have them or is I just need it inconvenient? I, uh, it, it's, it's, it's more of a preference thing now. Okay. It's the only reason why I uh, bother with because I need them. That's one reason why I would Let me ask you a question. Do you fall asleep in them? Because when no. I first got mine, mm-hmm. I mean, my aunt and mom, them used to give me all kind of like, aren't you going to sleep with your, with your glasses on? And they take them off my face in the whole night. Because you know, I would watch TV till I fall asleep. It just so happened I had my glasses on. So, see, I need mine for reading purposes. Okay. I don't need mine for driving and stuff. Like, I just need them for, for reading. Gotcha. You know, I wanted to address something today. Go ahead. What's up? And I know Dr. Zan has already called in, but when we get ready to come back to him, uh, these are some things I want to talk about. Uh, also, he has a great topic also, but I want to add this to it. Uh, people are still talking about uh, being COVID being false. They're saying that the, the death that they are announcing and saying people died, and they're saying it's COVID. They're trying to say that they just calling everything COVID. So what I want to address today is uh, there's several, um, I guess I should, I, I'm not going to call them, well, stages of not stages of death, seven, seven different titles they give death, like cause of death, uh, the mechanic, uh, the mechanism of death, manner of death, uh, nat- uh, natural death, accidental death, suicide, homicide, homicide, 
uh, and um, natural causes okay. or undetermined, whatever that is. Yeah, manner undetermined. So it's different. These different titles is how they name your when you pass away in the hospital or, or pronounce you dead. And put it on your death and put it on your death certificate. certificate. And so the ones that like the cause of death and all those different ones um, is the main one I think that this doctor was talking about. In other words, you can if you had asthma and then you end up finding out that you have COVID, you have an asthma attack and you die. It wasn't that of course the asthma killed you, but the cause of it was because you had COVID because otherwise you wouldn't have had that particular reaction had you not had the COVID situation going on. And so they, they'll say it was cause related to COVID. And so people are saying that um, everything can't be COVID, but they don't understand how people in, uh, announce what cause or determine your death. Okay. So yeah, yeah that's, that's some good information. Yeah, Definitely. so I'm going to ask Doc, Doc about that also. He has some great information to share with us today. And Dr. Hines is going to tell us how to look good. She she had a guy on the show today about the skin, a dermatologist. Okay. So um, she's one that likes beauty, so we're going to let her share that with us and everything. Uh, we're getting close to the election. Yes. I'm asking people, please make sure you go out and vote. There was a guy that has always the outcome of the election since the beginning for the past 60 years. And he predicted that Donald Trump was going to lose. He's never missed a prediction. Do you believe him? Because I remember you asked me a question a while back about the whole prediction Well, well I already told you why I didn't think he was going to win. <clears throat> yeah, and I, don't, and I don't think it has anything. I think the election will be, of course, but I think something with him is going to happen before he gets a chance to get to that point. I, I really believe that because he already has some issues that are challenging for him. And that stress... The, the higher the level of stress gets, the worse it's gonna be for him. So I don't. I'm, that's what I'm thinking will probably be his problem. Not sure. Um, did you miss a spot? That was just, you want that synergy. Edmund has his own bottle of love. <laughs> is that a fragrance or is that was that one? That one's just a. What's that one? It's a. I call it an air purifier with a with a, a hint of fragrance. How about that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. A little earthy sent to it. When do you find time to make all this stuff? Man, I... I that's and how do you question. come up with these ingredients? Um, the question is, okay, so, summing up, I, in my mind, a lot of the times, I feel mm. like I am a doctor. Oh. You know, that's that's just in my mind. I realize that I'm not, you know, so, um... How about whatever. a chemist? You prefer me to call you a chemist as opposed to a doctor, because you be creating different fragrances. Well, you can together. add that in there, too. Because oh, so the doctor portion was actually... Attempting to nurture and care for a situation that there's no one to do it at that time. Okay. So that started that. That's why I was going to say because you asked me. That's where it kind of stemmed from. So the, the the a lot of the ingredients that I would use, you know, um, and the different mm. things you put together, just come up on your own with, you know, from from use and knowledge of them, and even read about. Them. Okay. You know, a lot of times I look up certain ingredients like you hear, or even a scent. You know, there's always been certain scents that I've been you know, um, more so attracted to using even mm -hmm. with myself. And, you know, the natural ones like the um, cedar and, okay. you know, pine. pine. Yeah, okay. like those scents. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> really quick, just make this little quick PSA announcement. So you all go to oldfashionedhealth.com. We have several shows and some new shows that have been added to the network. Um, and these are some podcasts you also need to look out for. We have a total of about 15 new podcasts on the network. You won't see them all there right now. 
but Dr. Alexander has a podcast on there as well. Okay. It's uh doc it's uh smartplexatlpodcast.com. Nice, nice. Um and then we have Dr. Hines uh, med- uh medical minutes with Dr. Medical, Min- medical minutes podcast and then we have uh Dr. Sewell her podcast is uh I can't remember all the names of them. We got so many. But anyway, if you go to oldfashionedhealth.com, Old Health Network, you will see all of the amazing shows that we've added to the network. And we got a lot of More coming podcasts. soon. We got video productions. And I guess we ain't supposed to talk about some of the video productions right now. But we do have some other video shows. Gwen has a show called Senior Living that's coming out. Mm-hmm. There's another show called Ashley's Fitness. Ashley Fitness Party. Her show is great. Really? Okay. okay. Uh, then there's another show. This gentleman, he does all things stock. And his show is called Saxy Stock. He's a saxophonist, so he took the word sax from it and called it Saxy Stocks. Okay. And the dude is young, and he knows his stock. And so he's going to be on the show. His is more of a video production where he's going to teach you all about stock and all that kind of stuff. So trying to catch up to Tyler, but I found out today Tyler's a billionaire, so I'm like about $10 shy. I saw that. Up. Congratulations, Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's been listed officially as a billionaire. Yeah, like, yeah. That's so dope. Congratulations. So it means I got to get about ten more dollars. I'll be closer to him. Okay. Man. You know what all I'm right. All right. I might have a ten that I can uh-uh, let hey, you hold. He no. said, "Own your own stuff." That oh, yeah. Get. He so did. Like, say, yeah. Listen. And you're gonna let me hold it? Then I still ain't gonna be a billionaire because you're gonna charge interest, and that's not my money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We're gonna get this party started. We'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Real 1100.
Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show with Edmund and Alvin. Edmund. Yo, what's up? You know we got Dr. Alexander on the line. He got some good stuff to talk to us about. Doc, how you doing? What's up, Doc? Well, 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 gentlemen, it is great to be here today. I see you guys got the show already rolling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I have to uh, give a thanks to both of you, a separate thanks. Uh, Edmund, you sent me a wonderful gift, and, um, you know, it was a life-saving gift. It is a life-saving gift. And I was really impressed with the workmanship. He sent me a mask that uh, is his creation that we've talked about before, Absolutely outstanding. Uh, great quality, fits really well. But what I like was the personal touch you put on there, making it relevant to me. Yes. So I really, <laughs> really that. appreciate that as a physician to have something, and that'd be an alternative physician to have something that speaks to me. So I really want to uh, thank you for doing that. And if anybody would like something that's very creative, I don't know if you're still doing those, but if you are, uh, please reach out to Edmund because. Um, it, it, it is a special, special, it's not just a mask, it's something that's hand-created that is um, of great quality, and it does have meaning. Thanks so much, Doc. I appreciate that. And, yeah, so you you got the, the, the gist of what was in it. You summarized it. I appreciate it. But also, quickly, I want to say I thank you because uh, when this whole thing started, um, you were the first person that I actually presented the prototype to. And you gave me great feedback. You told me to move forward with it. And what you have in your hand is the product of that initial one. I knew the initial one was a little rough around the edges, made with a different type of material. But the information that you provided me with, as well as the confidence in that product, I took and I ran with it. And it's been doing some amazing things. So I appreciate you on your end. That was just a small token of my appreciation. Oh, wow. (laughs) You just touched me, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then I have a second thank you to Alvin. Uh, I heard earlier that you were talking about uh, how you've expanded your platform, and I'm on that. Um, I've had a chance to listen to how you put those podcasts together, and it's just absolutely outstanding. The professionalism, the way they start, uh, made me feel like I I was somebody real special. So um, anybody, if you are trying to expand your message, if you're trying to expand your business, and this is not supposed to be a commercial, but I have to give it because – this here is something that is vitally necessary that people are getting value for what they pay for because right now 
there are so many areas of where we put our effort and where we put our dollars and we don't get what we pay for. And I can tell you what I am getting is beyond anything I could pay for right now. So I really appreciate you, Alvin, for, for the hard work that you put into this. The, the, the look of it is, is outstanding and the production is even better. So thank you so much for doing that. Well, Doc, thank you so much for being a part. You are a valuable part of this network. We try to do the best with the best. And uh, you always bring such great positive information. I'm so excited you're part of the platform. Yes. I don't know what to do. I was like, we look forward to hearing what Doc have to say. And I am trying to push it out as far as I can for as many people to benefit as we are. Well, we're going to change it up just a little bit. We are definitely going to talk about the medical aspects of things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you're, when you're always seeking knowledge, have you ever noticed that uh, doors just kind of open up or people bring you something and, and it becomes in the most unlikely places where you receive your message mm -hmm. or you answer? And I can only, you know, I'm God-fearing. I can only say that, you know, God is answering that message for me. You know, he, he put this situation here on earth for us to be able to ask for what we want focus on it, and then those things, if you're ready, you can step into it. So this past week, I've talked to you, Alvin, quite a bit about um, truthfulness. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere, my wife uh, <laughs> gives me a scripture uh, in Ephesians, and, and basically I'm just going to summarize real quick uh, just in my mind here. Uh, but it, it talks about that we should not be lying to each other. Mm -hmm. You know, this country, we've been having a lot of issues with where the truth is, where the leadership is, and how they're disseminating information. Mm -hmm. And we're all kind of affected by this thing because we don't know where the truth is. And it says that, that in Ephesians says, speak every man the truth with his neighbor. But we are all one. We, mm -hmm. we are all one group. So why are we lying to each other? Mm -hmm. You know, and it says that, you know, we shouldn't have a lot of bitterness and wrath and anger, and I know we have to do something. We have to use our intelligence to figure out how we wade through all of this racism. You know, people shooting us down in the streets, beating us down. Um, you know, I, we, we, we have to get together and use our intelligence and our energy to make sure that we begin to move in a different direction. Mm -hmm. but, but there's also been a lot of money that's been, been taken from the American people. Yep. And it says we got to deal with that. You know, it's, it's right in Ephesians. Now, this Ephesians, you know, the Bible is over 2,000 years old. Right. So, obviously, these things were going on then, and it is really pertinent to what's going on now. And so I would just tell anybody, you know, if you, if you have any questions about uh, things that you can't get good answers for from, from people that are near you, maybe pick up, you know, a text that's spiritual and, and maybe you'll open up to a page mm -hmm. that will give you that information, especially if you are truly seeking in your heart. So this communication thing is really important to me because it says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Mm. But that which is good to use in edifying mm -hmm. and the grace and give grace to those who hear your message. And that is something that's very important to me, that I give people something that is truthful and that it uplifts them, it educates them, it edifies them, and in some way it gives them the grace to empower them. So I hope this message goes out 
in the way that I intend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Along those same lines, I've been thinking about this this whole crisis. And when the COVID hit in January, we were expecting that the information would be disseminated a certain way and that everyone would come together as one nation to try and fight this thing. And as we saw, there was the political faction, and then there was the scientists, and I guess I'll group the healthcare providers or the doctors mm-hmm. in there with the scientists. And somewhere in there, the politics kind of won out. Um, and I'm saddened because so many people, at least prior to this, were so proud when their children or their loved one wanted to be a scientist or a doctor or a healthcare provider. And it seems like the only ones that are being championed right now are the ones on the front line putting their life on the line. And I, I, don't, I don't demean that at all. I mean, I, we need that for sure. I, mm-hmm. Those people are heroes. So hear me very clearly. They're, they're heroes. But, but there's other heroes that are on the front line who are researching these things, mm-hmm. who are gathering the data to say, okay, as these people take care of sick individuals, we're gathering the data to see where the truth is. Because some things that we think are working really aren't working. And then some things that are working only work in a certain scenario. One of those is steroids. There has been a whole issue in the medical community, and the reason I'm talking about this is because there is a group of people, like if you look at the statistics in Ohio, 13.9% of the population is who they are. And Mm -hmm. yet of the deaths that are occurring in Ohio, they are over 40%. These are African Americans. Mm-hmm. When we look at it, we say, okay, what do they need when they go into the hospital so maybe we can, we can change those percentages? Mm-hmm. Well, it came out this week, and I think the information came out yesterday, that if you take a corticosteroid, do all the other things they're doing, okay, the hydration, the antibiotics, all those other things, but if they give them a corticosteroid at the right point in their treatment, we can significantly reduce the death rate. Really? So the corticosteroid that people need to know, and you can go to the podcast again and listen to this because Alvin has made this possible, so you don't have to write it down. You can go listen again. <laughs> it's called dexamethasone. And what they found is that they found they followed people for 28 days. They looked at 1,700 people, and this was not done in the United States because we have pretty much been silenced as the, the science community has been silenced by this administration to make sure that the numbers don't look a certain way. So we have to rely on other countries to give us the information that we need, even though we have the highest death rate in the world. Mm. We have to rely on other nations to give us this information. Now, I know that secretly people are gathering these numbers, but it will probably be after the election before we're able to put them together and really say, you know what, this is the best way to treat folks in the United States. But right now, we have to look at the U.K. They were progressive enough, and since they're similar in some ways to the United States, uh, you know, we were a colony of theirs. They, they, we kind of function like they do. Mm-hmm. I think this is good information for us to go by. And, and what they figured out is that 
for the critically ill patients, if you get them to dexamethasone early, they will actually improve their outcome and there are less deaths. Now, it is important that you don't just go into the hospital and tell your doctor as soon as you go into the hospital to give you dexamethasone because dexamethasone is a steroid. It can also reduce your immunity. But what it seems to be doing is there's a reaction that the virus causes in the body where it just completely takes over the body and it, and it has this, this storm that occurs. And it controls that whole reaction. So you don't want to do it too early. The doctors have to be educated. They have to know when to do this thing. And that's why not anybody can just be a doctor and you can't just go to Google. You know, when things are serious, then you need somebody that's an expert. Amen. And so we still have to rely on them because timing is everything. Too early is not good. Too late will definitely get you out of here. But it's information I want to give you that you would know about. So maybe we can start decreasing these percentages and make sure that people can go home to their families. That's good, Doc. Yeah, definitely. So they can, uh, they can hear this on yeah. your podcast also, right? Yes. They, they can definitely hear this on the podcast. They can go to it and hear it, hear it again. What's your, um, what's your podcast? It is Smartplex ATL Podcast. Podcast. Right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> uh, one other thing that came out is that we were talking about, you know, we always talk about asymptomatic transfer of the virus. Mm -hmm. And how important is that? So now science is telling us. So I'm giving you all this stuff because now that this disease is progressing, I want you to know how important the science is. And when you see that your scientists are being suppressed, that they're not allowed to be able to give this information, you need to be asking questions because politicians are not qualified mm -hmm. to make these statements. It is the science that is telling us how to do this and whether or not we're right or wrong. There's some things I do in my office that I can say in my office this works, but across the board, do we know it works? The scientists come in and they run the statistics and say, yes, it doesn't, no, it doesn't. And so I'm just going to hit this real quick, is that they did find out that the asymptomatic transfer of this virus is really important. And what they did was they recently looked at an individual who went to, he traveled to uh, Europe, came back to China. He was not sick. He got sick when he was home and he got deathly ill. He didn't die, but he got deathly ill. I mean, he was almost on his deathbed. But during that time, he had some interaction with his neighbor. And the neighbors transferred this particular uh, virus again mm -hmm. to about 71 cases, and people wound up in two different hospitals. Wow. Now, what's significant about this is that in China, in that whole area, there was one strain of the virus. When he went to Europe and came back, they now have another strain. What? Yeah, so it's another strain. So this is what I'm telling you. This thing's not over, and people aren't wearing masks, and, and the science is not out there because it's being repressed by this administration. We need our scientists. We need the CDC. We need NIH. We need the WHO to come in and be given this message, and yet they're not being allowed to. So Dr. Alexander is going to give it to you. All right. All right. That's I can get it, okay? Um, what's the last thing we want to talk about here? Um, you have any questions for me, first of all? Well, I wanted to talk to you. I was mentioning earlier at the top of the show about the different types of uh, death, what they listed, like cause of death, man the manner of death, natural death, all those acts, the different way they diagnose de deaths. 
And the yeah. reason why I was asking about that is because some people want to say, when they say it was COVID, they don't understand why it's COVID and the person had an asthma attack. Well, you know, I think a, a better way of even looking at that is the way that you kind of explained it. And so we'll kind of go backwards. If you don't say that COVID was involved in this particular illness, and you just say it was asthma and it was an asthma attack, then you don't know the cause. Mm. It sparked it. So I get where people are coming from because if you're in a car and you have the convertible down and you have an asthma attack then and you wind up in the hospital, they're not going to say that the dust was your cause of death. Mm. They'll say you had an asthma attack. But when it comes to bacterial infections, viral infections, those kinds of things, we try to be a little bit more specific because we want to let people know that there's an infective source out there. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should do it everything. You know, if somebody has an asthma attack because of chemicals, like if they're working in their shower and they mix, say, Clorox with, um, with uh, what's that? Ammonia. Powder. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Clorox and ammonia. You can get what they call a chemical pneumonitis, which could cause an, an asthma attack, but it can also cause pneumonia. We will call it a chemical pneumonitis, I guess, in some, but, but they may not say asthma. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to list all of those things because those are all factors. And then we can go back with our research and say, you know, these are all the factors. And you can extract, like, out, out of a million people, how many had both of those things and how dangerous it is. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about the fact that they may be saying that this is associated. We want to make sure that everyone's accounted for because if it's not, then you won't take this seriously. That's right. This is a very serious illness. Man, Doc, you done gave us some good information, boy. Boy, I'm so happy for you and your information in your podcast where people can listen to it. And I think they probably should be able to go to your website and listen to your podcast. I know they can go to Old Fashioned Health and listen to your podcast. Um, So they'll be able to go to oldfashionedhealth.com or Old Fashioned Health Network and listen to your podcast. Appreciate everything, you guys. Um, Let's keep our heads together and let's disseminate the truth, everybody. And let's be, you know, let's be good neighbors. Yes, Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Let's be good neighbors. Thank you so much. You have a great and safe uh, weekend. This is Labor Day weekend. Is it? Labor Day weekend. Be safe. Okay. All right, Doc. Thanks a lot. Have a great one. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. I hope you all took that information down. That was really good. Make sure you go to Dr. Uh, Alexander's at smartplexatl.com or smartplexatl.com. ATL podcast and you can re-listen to what Dr. Alexander just stated to us. That's important and that's the reason why it's so important that um, as I said this administration is not talking about the science of what's going on. They just want to blow stuff off like it is nothing. They want to go to this immune this herd immune herd thing immune. Yeah. which let everybody get it and those that live survive, survive. Those, those that don't yeah. that's crazy. It's like they don't have a that's a different type of thinking. And that's, that's really dangerous. It's, not, it's no longer they're convinced that I want to save my family as well as myself. It's like I just want to roll the dice and take control of the world. You know, it's crazy. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break for you a little music. And uh, Dr. Hines will be calling in short, and we'll be talking to her about uh, her show today, which was dealing with beauty or skin. Okay, all right. All right. We'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100.
Fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. This is Alvin. And Edmund. That was some really good pertinent information. Yes, it was. Do you have any idea why you think, why do you think that the current administration is just so bent hell bent on not accepting the science of what's going on to save this country. I would like to know, what do you think? Um, you know, a lot of times when people are not necessarily educated on something, they try to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, come up with their own conclusion mm-hmm. without the proper insight, mm-hmm. you know, but that's why you hire, you know, these people who are well at what they do and they are the professionals and mm-hmm. that's their lane and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And you need to take the advice and information that they provide you with, whether it changes or not, because mm-hmm. things change every day. So I just feel like a lot of times, you know, um, 
sometimes people want to have their answer of what it is, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's not necessarily what it is. You just have to deal with what it is. And if, if science is providing us information that's different than that, then that's what we have to deal with. I don't know if that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, it does. That's my take it, on. No, no, it, it, it does. And the thing about it is risking too many lives right now to be doing that. Yes. And not so that's 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 what I am concerned about is the lives that it that it affects when we don't. His job is to protect this country. And for you not to listen to people that are scientists to help you do what you need to do for your people is just ludicrous to me. It it just don't make no sense why you would just, you know, spend your time not not doing that. So, and with that being said, let me just tell you all again, remind you about the election. Okay, this is Georgia presidential election schedule. Absentee ballot begins, uh, ballots being mail, mailing, begin mailing. Um, they came out in September, September, they're coming out September 15th. Uh, yeah, and then the last day to register to vote is October 5th. Okay. Uh, early voting begin October 12th. Saturday early voting for all counties. This is Georgia now. It's October 24th. The last day of early voting is October 30th. And the election day is November the 3rd. November 3rd. I encourage you to vote early, really early to get it out the way. Because I want to tell you, I saw some stuff on the news yesterday. Donald Trump is suing, his administration is suing other states to, to prevent people from to hold them up from voting. He's also doing um, where he's not with, besides suing people or suing counties and stuff for being able to vote uh, by mail is really what he's doing. You got a lot of seniors and a lot of people in those areas that are dealing with high levels of COVID and that's the way they feel safe about voting. Then he's also, he went to Carolina and said it on, on the news. I mean, a public, public statement, not necessarily on the news. He's trying to encourage people to vote twice. He said, go ahead on and vote by mail and then go back to the poll and vote again, which is a federal offense. You can't do that. Mm. But he got people that he's telling to, telling them to do things such as that. So if he heard, if you heard Donald Trump tell you that, he's trying to get you put in jail. Don't vote but once because it's against <laughs> the law to vote twice. It's a, it's, a, it's a crime. You can only vote once. So if you're a Trump supporter, cash your vote one time. Don't do it twice. Because you're going to be put in jail and he's not going to pardon you. He's not going to be able to pardon you on the county level. You're going to be sitting there until they get through with your time. Right? You are crazy. I'm trying to help y'all. Please don't do that voting twice. It's, it's, that's, that's ludicrous for him to tell anybody that. What would be worse is for somebody to do it. It can't be any worse than he told people to drink you a little shot of Clorox and get rid of COVID. <laughs> and people <laughs> drinking it with two cubes of ice and going on. <laughs> and then they leave getting sick behind it. Because Donald Trump told me. But we talking about somebody that just... His whole game is winning by any means necessary. Don't matter who it affects or who it who it hurts, who it takes out. That's his whole thing about about voting, and he's trying to make sure it, it's almost about to be a dictatorship. I want y'all to think about those. Even if you're a Trump supporter, you support who you want. Get it? I get that. But think about if you're voting for a person that's trying to turn this into a dictatorship, and you voting for somebody who you believe in can allow you to have your way of living. But then if you become and dictator under his regime, then you think you won't be able to do what you want to do? And you do not, you're not one of the big money people? No. So you don't want to support somebody <clears throat> that that's trying to turn this country into a dictatorship, whether it hurts you and your family and others. You know, you want to, you're looking for unity where people have some options. All right. So you have to be careful with that. 
Uh, and I believe we just got our call from Dr. Hines. I believe she uh, she just calling in. She's going to talk to us about skin care. Uh, Dr. Hines. Hello. How are you all? Hey, lady. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing this week? Doing, doing. So doing well. <laughs> I just I just want you to, I don't want you to think you're just going to get by that smooth with, hey, how y'all doing? Like, we're just going to not get on you about something. You just really didn't think you're going to slide by. Uh-oh. Let me just tell y'all what our show was about today. It just goes inconsistent <laughs> with everything is. It was about beauty. It was about a skincare to go along with the rest of her. Um, when I, how do I put this? She's always put together well. Did well, I do that right? Very much. I yeah, that's that's that. how she, and I saw. I said, oh, so we're talking <laughs> about skin today. So it's skin, and and you do such a good job, Doc. I, I like the fact that you cover all areas of health, be it mental health, uh, if it's, it's motivation, inspiring, and in this case, it's skin. I was I was so, so excited to see that show. So tell us about your show today. Well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So today we had uh, my friend, Dr. Corey Hartman of Skin Wellness in Birmingham, Alabama, um, as our guest expert today and just talking about skincare in general, um, the things that you need to have a good skincare regimen and just some things to to look out for. So um, Dr. Hartman and I had had a conversation offline when we were talking about this particular show and you know one of the things that I was sharing with him was you know when I was a kid growing up and this is probably true for a lot of people you know we would be outside from sunup to sundown and nobody ever bothered to put any sunscreen on me yep. <laughs> you know because that was something that wasn't for us and by us I mean people of color okay however um what we know and as I have gotten older and 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 wiser, I'd like to think. Mm -hmm. Um, We do know that black skin is susceptible to the effects of UV radiation, the radiation from the sun, and there can be damage. So, you know, even though people of color, you know, the darker you are, the more melanin you have, and that melanin is protective, um, as we were discussing on the show, you know, black people are not impervious to the damaging effects of the sun. So, you know, skin cancer can happen um, and other, you know, the photo aging um, mm-hmm. that happens. You know, I know there's that saying that black don't crack, and that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've seen of of older, older black ladies, um, you know, I'm always amazed. Mm-hmm. Um, but a part of that, you know, a part of that is genetic. And a part of that is how well you take care of your skin uh, from the outside as well as from within. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about the things that can affect the appearance of our skin, particularly the skin of the face, um, we talk about, you know, how much sun sun exposure you have. We talk about your diet. We talk about medication, um, stress, smoking, um, all of those, you know, there's just a few things, but all of those things can contribute to aging our skin and making us look a lot older than we may be. Mm. So what Dr. Hartman recommends in terms of a just a basic skincare regimen, um, because you know so many products are marketed to us, um, and not just us people of color, but just us in general. Right. Mm-hmm. That you know it can be hard to know what's good for my skin, mm-hmm. because you know what works for one is not going to necessarily be the best solution for the next person. Right. So what he recommends are three things just as a as a basic arsenal to put in your skincare regimen. Okay. 
um, of course, a good um, sunscreen for your face. Mm -hmm. And he recommends an SPF between 30 and 50. Anything more than 50 is is really not going to give you any added benefit. And anything less than 30 isn't going to help you at all. Mm. Um, So, you know, when you go to the store and you see the SPF or sun protection factor, um, you'll see it, you know, SPF 80, SPF 90. Um, Basically, all of that is just marketing to make you think that you're getting more protection from the sun (laughs) than you really are. Right. Um, Because at 50, you're at about 99% protection, and then it, it goes up by decimal points from there. Okay. But it doesn't go up in decimal points by the price. Okay. of that product okay. so you want a good spf uh, a, a good um sunscreen with an spf between 30 and 50. you want a good serum a vitamin serum so that will have any combination of your vitamin vitamin c vitamin e um, and some other things that usually come as a, a as a combination mm-hmm. um, and then you want a good um a, a good retinoid product. And what that retinoid product is going to do, is going to be good for um, helping the skin to exfoliate itself on the face. It's going to be good for unclogging pores. So if acne is a problem for you, dullness is a problem for you, mm-hmm. um, little spots, because as we, as people of color, if you get acne, our skin will scar because those mel- melanocytes, the skin, the pigment, the, the cells that are responsible for this pigment, um, as they try to repair the damage that's done to the skin, it gives you an increased pigment. So that's why we tend to have darker scars. Um, mm. And so the, the retinoid product can be helpful um, with that as well. Um, and so, of course, you know, those are the three things. But if you're having um, problems with your skin, um, then, of course, you know, trying to do it yourself is not necessarily the best thing. Um, you should go and see a skin professional or dermatologist. Right. Um, what else did he mention? Oh, about suspicious molds. So one of the things that I learned today, um, you know, because you'll see people that as they age, and I don't know if you've looked at your own body, but as you age, you tend to have more spots on your skin. Mm. And those are not necessarily moles, they're just areas of hyperpigmentation that we just commonly call moles. But in the medical world and in the dermatology world, moles are um, things that can be suspicious um, and suspicious for skin cancer. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Hartman taught us about the four things that we can look for when we're looking at a mole um, to see if it's changing or if it's something that we should be concerned about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes by A, B, C, D. So the A stands for asymmetry. So if you were to draw a line down the middle of, of this spot, mm. if one side doesn't look fairly equal to the other side, then that is something you should be taking to the dermatologist. Mm. Um, what did he say the B was? See, I should have took, took notes. I thought I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I'll just stop there. So, and I will, I will research that again and put that up on the Facebook page, those things that we should be looking out for for suspicious mold. Um, let's see what, what else was there once a year see a dermatologist and get a good skin a good skin checkup um, just like you would go and get your heart checked and your diabetes and cholesterol get your skin checked as well because there are a lot of places um, Dr. Hartman mentioned that we don't look at mm-hmm. um, like you know 
how how many people know what their what the skin on the back of their of their body looks like. Because oh. how often do you really look at it? Right. Or the skin on the bottom of your feet or in between your toes. These are places where you can have these suspicious lesions, um, and they go unchecked because you're not looking. And if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it. So, yeah, so it was a great conversation with lots of, um, with lots of, lots of good little nuggets there. So how, how, how much does a rest play in having healthy skin? Oh, most certainly it, it's a factor. Um, and I mentioned about sleep and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of piggyback off of last week's show um, with Dr. Julie Grant when we talked about the importance of sleep um, because it is important for us to get good rest so that cells can regenerate and repair themselves, um, particularly if we've been out, you know, out in the sun this time of year. Under ordinary circumstances, we probably would be out a little bit more, but COVID, of course, has changed that, mm-hmm. um, that we may not be out directly in the sun and at the beach and all of these things mm-hmm. um, as much. Mm-hmm. So definitely rest plays a part in having healthy skin. So. So, you know, I hear people talk about vitamin E a lot being really good for the skin. Yeah. And I noticed mm-hmm. you did say something about vitamin E. So is, is he still standing on the same thing that vitamin E is really, really good for yes. the skin and a lot of hydration as far as water is concerned? Definitely. Um, so, again, um, the key, one of those three pillars of a good basic skin regimen um, was the, the vitamin piece. So the vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin E, all of those things in combination um, will be helpful along with the other two products um, there. Um, And what was the other part of the question that you asked me? Hydration. Yes, definitely. So your skin is a protective barrier to keep moisture in. um, Mm -hmm. And that is why when we see people who have burns, if they have been burned over a significant portion of their body, a lot of the functions become lost. Mm. So um, people who have significant burns cannot maintain their hydration status because the skin helps to keep moisture in. Mm -hmm. Um, They lose an immunity um, protective factor that happens, you know, that our skin performs for us. Um, They lose temperature regulation as well because that's another thing that skin does for us. Um, through sweating is how we how it helps us to regulate our body temperature. So definitely taking care of your skin from the inside out is just as important as taking care of it from the outside in. So if you are not getting good rest, you don't have good health hygiene, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you have an unhealthy diet, all of those, you know, you're spending an, an exorbitant amount of time in the sun, um, you know, you can put all of the products that you want on your skin, but you're not going to undo the things that you're doing internally. Right. So you got to have those two things together. So did he bring up anything about melanin? Uh, how much does that have an uh, impact on your skin? Did he talk about that? So melanin is, is what's responsible for your skin color. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the more you have, the darker you will appear. Um, because the more melanin, the larger the cell, the more melanin it produces. Um, and so the melanin does give you some protective um, protection from the sun, from the UV rays um, that are damaging from the sun, but it is not 100%. Mm. Yeah. And so, you know, that was one of the things that I mentioned 
when we look back at our medical textbooks, when we talk about skin cancer, they always show us a picture of a white person mm-hmm. with skin cancer. Dr. You know? I have a question in regards to tags yeah. versus moles. Yep. Um, one of them or both of them, are they able to be removed? And if so, is that something that you would recommend or not? So he says that, um, so yes, so the, the difference between a mole and a tag is basically how much it stands away from the skin. Okay. Um, so a mole will tend to be flat up against the surface of the skin, however large it may be, whereas a tag will seem like a little, like a little drop kind of hanging um, hanging from a little piece. Um, now, in terms of removal, it just kind of depends. You know, you can have them removed for cosmetic purposes, of course, if mm-hmm. that's bothering you. But there are also medical reasons um, to have these things removed. For example, if you had one on your face and it is impairing your vision or it has grown so large, you know, that it's kind of obstructing your vision or obstructing how your eyes operate in terms of being able to open and close your eye, mm-hmm. well, that's a very good reason to get rid of that. Um, Of course, if it is changing any, um, so if you have a mold that was the size of a pen five years ago and now it's bigger than the size of a pencil eraser, that may be a danger sign. And so definitely that would be something that you would want to have removed and investigated. Mm, Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't didn't know it was called tags when when they're not the flat molds. I didn't know they were called tags. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the last question I ask you. Did you all talk about um, whether or not people that have moles versus, I guess moles versus freckles, is that the same thing? Freckles? Yes. Um, Those can be considered the same thing. Okay. And so it's not a certain group of people that tend to get moles versus other ones? Versus freckles. Not really. Um, When we look at the the Fitzpatrick scale, and that scale is from one to six, Mm -hmm. and it talks about basically how much melanin you have. So one, people that have one have very little melanin, and they tend to be fairer skinned. Um, And then, of course, six are your people who have very, very dark skin and have lots of melanin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, um, and I've just lost, you know what, you made me lose track of what I was was saying. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm gonna tell you what. What you, where I just got captivated was the Fitzgerald Patrick, the Fitz, the Fitzpatrick scale. What the is scale. that? <laughs> yeah. So that is a scale that talks about your relationship with UV rays. Hmm. So basically, how easy is it for you to tan or to burn? Mm-hmm. Okay. So people who are a Fitzpatrick one tend to be very, very fair. Oh, you were talking about freckles. There mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Freckles. So all of that freckles, moles, all of that is a hyperpigmentation or a dark pigmentation okay. um, that appears on the skin. And so they can be interchangeable. Those phrases can be interchangeable. There may be some differentiation in terms of the size mm-hmm. um, because freckles tend to be smaller um, and moles a little bit more, you know, larger and pronounced. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any more differentiation with that. Now, Back to the Fitzpatrick. So your, your Fitzpatrick ones tend to be fairer-skinned people, not necessarily always white people, mm-hmm. um, because there are African-Americans who are tremendously fair and mm-hmm. therefore very susceptible to damage from the UV rays from the sun. But those people usually, um, you know, of course, within the Caucasian population, there is a subset 
um, of people who are at risk. And so those people with freckles, um, people who have red hair, blue eyes, mm -hmm. tend to not have as much melanin as, let's say, someone who is a Fitzpatrick six okay. who has lots and lots of melanin. Um, but that description in that scale, like I said, describes how well you burn or tan. And I noticed that when it got to talking about Fitzpatrick five, which are brown-skinned people, mm -hmm. and Fitzpatrick six, which are black-skinned people, it didn't mention any relationship to, to tanning or, or uh, burning at all. <laughs> and so it gives the implication that people who are at this Fitzpatrick level can't either burn or tan, and that's not true. Wow. Wow. But this was developed when they did not include, really, and to that level of detail, they didn't include darker skin and the effects of the sun. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't a target market, I guess. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't worth going into the detail. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Doc, thank you so much. I just wanted to tell you this, the importance of your show. Uh, like today, that particular information you shared with us, we, we in Atlanta are almost like the better known as uh, trying to be the next L.A., uh, Wait a minute the, the now. Next, no, they the, in the movie industry, they look at Atlanta as trying to be the next L.A. as far as movies cool. and film. Because when Tyler Perry's studio got here and then the other studio people started coming here, they mm. was comparing to it. They were saying the little small L.A. trying to get there. They, they were this saying that the then. News. Now they're renting out his, his, his studio to film and they're running here to film. But it's, yeah, it's not a bad thing. I'm okay. saying okay. the reason. Right. I guess Let's what I'm saying I, is. I represent for the A now. Wait a minute. I no, what I'm saying <laughs> is the importance of Doc's show is, is like today. I'm sure there's people that's in the film and movie business and have to have trying to look a certain way. Yes, that 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 was a lot. That was some good information, definitely, and I definitely. know they was listening, trying to think about as far as cosmetics or look and stuff like that. So, Doc, that was a really good show. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Doc, tell them when your show comes on. So, Medical Minutes with Dr. Parisa airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Awesome, Doc. Thank you so much. Have a safe thank you Labor Day weekend. Are yeah, you here? Are you here for the weekend? Or are you traveling? I am. No, I'm not traveling at all. Okay. I am here for the weekend. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to get some rest and get ready for this last quarter of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Well, right, be God. safe. Be safe. Be blessed. All right. You all, all right. too. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Okay. Talk Bye -bye. to you next week. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines, and we're going to go take a break here, and we'll be right back. You are tuned into WWE Hakeville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! Oh, it's a touchdown! Entertainment? Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows? Well, isn't that special? All on one app? Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today.
All right, you. Don't let it go to your head, y'all. Who was that? That was Gene Cam. Don't let it go to your head. Did y'all hear all those different instruments in that music? Didn't it sound? It was lovely. a lot of different. Like, I heard. I heard a violin. Oh. I heard a French horn. I heard a trumpet. That a bass guitar. Bass, guitar. Uh, I don't. It was a lot of good music in yeah. there. They don't Musical play music. instruments. I mean, real music. Yes, real music. Real music. I call it non-genetically modified. I like that music. I call it vibrations. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll go with that. Uh, Doc gave us some good information about skin care. Yes, she did. You know, we didn't have a lot of this information exposed to um, our culture a lot as far as medical is concerned. Medical, medically, no, but but um, uh, we just cosmetically use, in regards to like products. Yeah, like like if you the only thing we used when we was in school was Noxzema's, the big. Noxzema. Are you talking for skin care? See, I was yeah. thinking more of the beauty products, more no, the, no, I'm the about hair. And, it was yeah. either Noxzema, Ami, Ambi, and. Noxema, Ambi, uh, Ivory Soap. And Clinique. In, in, in Clinique. But I think they did the Clinique for the fellas. Clinique for the mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. the Clinique. I remember the little white tube and when, uh, was a uh, little thing was Clinique. Well, the, the one I remember when I was in college. Uh, you did just get you some good old witch hazel and a white cotton swab and wipe your face down. Remember and, they used to have the three different types of everything. So with clothing mm -hmm. coming up, you know, if you... You, you, your parents bought you a pair of jeans. Mm -hmm. You either had to get slim, regular, or husky. husky. Did you ever have to wear huskies? No, I never had to wear huskies. I didn't want to wear the slims. I wanted the regulars, but I was so skinny, they would try to. You had to wear the skins. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, with skin, it was like you've got dry skin, normal skin, and oily skin. Mm -hmm. You know, so you had to figure out what works for you. What's going so on? So you're saying they skate, they catered products based on those three tiers? I would think so. Wow, That's I think they would do that now. I, I think, yeah, I think they do that now. That's pretty good. I didn't pay attention to that. So I have a, I have a quick question to our engineer today. Old school is not here today, but we have Greg, which is has his own sports show. So just to switch over to um, the sporting arena, how they walked out because of the um, Jacob. Bland type situation um, thing. I noticed they did go back and start playing. Greg, how long did you think that walkout was gonna last? <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that it lasted as long as it did. Me too. Um, because I think they knew the there are financial consequences mm -hmm. for the season being canceled for the players. Right. So they did use the time to push their teams to. Um, to fight social injustice mm -hmm. in a way. So all the NBA or all the arenas used for NBA games will now be uh, polling places for election day. I saw that today. That's going to be Atlanta cool. started it, but then like no one else is doing it. But then you uh, I heard someone say that you also have to ask the question, like the players need to ask their teams the question, well, why wasn't our arena open? Like mm -hmm. why, why did like we Atlanta chose to do it weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So why wasn't our arena an option? And it's an it's an option now, but why wasn't it before? I think I have an answer for that. I would like to believe that uh Keisha had a lot to do with that. Our, our mayor may have been pushing it and Stacey Abram. Uh we had those type of people that are homegrown here that might have been pushing it as opposed to other cities that may not have that piece um to push it like like they did is other than it seemed like if Atlanta did do it that they would automatically catch on but I guess it took this to happen for it to for them to do it. 
Now that you hear about the prediction, the man said that Donald Trump is going to lose. You hear me tell you about that? Yeah. Um, I, I've heard a couple predictions uh, like that. I don't know who that who the guy is that mm-hmm. you're speaking of, but um, I've seen some predictions that um, that that Biden's going to win. And even with I know there's a site at 538.com. Mm-hmm. I think they predicted Biden to win, but they also predicted Hillary to win in 2016. And they were um, wrong. They're wrong. So. Well, I, I'm still going to get them the prediction for Hillary was correct. They didn't calculate Russia cheating. <laughs> so they probably, they were right that they picked Hillary her to win based on all of the, all of the variables being fair. But because Russia, other countries are helping them, I guess that's the reason why they may, may have gotten that one wrong. So that's what I was thinking about. Okay. Again, I want to encourage everybody to make sure you go out to vote. Uh, I didn't know. So how does it work if we, they're using the arena? Is that just for Fulton County people? How's that going to work? Yeah, I think it's just for Fulton County, but since I think it's the most populated county, mm-hmm. then um, we want to make it easier too for as many voters to come in. And because I think some were like, wasn't like somewhere at the um, Atlanta University Center, mm-hmm. a polling place, and there'll be there'll that. be churches or okay. schools or whatever. I know down the street. But if you want have a bigger place, because you want to have Social distancing. Social distancing, but also have as many voting machines as possible. Okay. Because some, like when we, the, during the primary, there are voting machines that didn't work. There was one place that had two machines, but they had like thousands wow. of people coming in. Wow. Well, I don't care how long I have to stand in line. I'm standing in line to vote this time. I don't care how long I have to stay here. All right. Um, that was one of your songs that you picked, at, uh, Evan. So. Yeah. You can't get mine wrong. I told you the three ladies I'm trying to hear. All right. Well, you, you go ahead with that. But first thing, um, I would like to recognize we didn't have the opportunity to address the loss of one of our kings, Chadwick Boseman. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, Black Panther. Right. And, um, I mean, words just really can't say how powerful this brother is. Um, I was aware of him through the movie and some of his, you know, other acting materials. But Have you ever met him? No, hadn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends has. He actually worked with him on the film of the set of uh, Black Panther okay, here. Okay. He said he was a really cool person. But I'm seeing more and more quotes and information and 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 uh, snippets of video footage and him speaking. You know, to Some um, powerful messages too. Very powerful. His words. His. He definitely lived his purpose. You yeah, know? you know, he's, we were talking about it in the studio yesterday. Remember the quote that um, we talked about? He said yesterday. Yeah, I was I was looking for that. I wanted to actually read that on the air. I wasn't able to find that particular one. I see a lot of different ones in here, but that one spoke to me most because um, I I didn't really just want to just say something. But that one, when I heard it, it spoke to me most. And even on my travels, like I wasn't aware that um, he was from Anderson, South Carolina, mm-hmm. you know, which is upstate, like right up the road. And um, they're doing a petition to actually erect a statue mm-hmm. of him there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's just awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So if if that does take place, I, I hope that I'll be able to, you know, go up and check that mm-hmm. out. I'd like to be there for that, to see something that special and that type of uh, dedication, you know, to him for that. On the radio today when I was coming in, I heard them say that they are going to get that done, but they're trying, as far as removing the Confederate, they're not certain about that part. But they are certain they're going to put his statue up. Okay. For sure. And um, the quote 
goes something like this and we can find the exact version. Uh, don't quote. No, no, we'll go to a break, uh, play a song, and we'll find it. Yeah, we'll try to find it. Don't be, because you know how you. you <laughs> we'll be back, everybody. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, I'll be back. Bye. I hear this song, I think about Chicago in the summertime, Urban Park, Lake Michigan. I could just, oh, we, uh, let me just not go there because I'm about to have me a moment about having a good time in Chicago. Such doing, a doing unique voice. Takes Chicago. Has a, one of those Doesn't voices. She? It's, to me, it personally sounds like there's a bubble in there somewhere. Mm. But it, the way she flows, it, it's, when, I'll say this, when you hear a voice, you know exactly who she is. Yeah, like That's all of them had a trademark. Yes. I like that. Yes. All right. Uh, our engineer found the quote from Chadwick Boseman. Yes. So we, he, we're we going to let him read it directly from so that uh, <laughs> Alvin so doesn't have to. Yeah, so that he doesn't have to. Um, Go okay. ahead. Now, I, do, I found 10 different quotes, but the one that I, I've seen the most often mm-hmm. is it says, uh, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. 
That's it. That right there spoke to me so powerfully when I heard that. I was like, wow. I learned that about talents in Sunday school. Remember, I was asking if you ever heard that about talents. God issuing out all the talents and he told them to use them. And some people saved theirs and buried them and held on to them. So when they stood before God, he asked me what they do with their talents. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, well, I kept mine so I could have something left and all that. He <laughs> said, that ain't what I gave it to you for. The one guy that had one single talent, he used his. Mm. And it was for the purpose of doing something for somebody else. So that was like a, I knew exactly what he meant by not having a single talent left. You're not supposed one. to use your talents. Yes. While you're here, yes. for the purpose of what you're here, which means we all here for a purpose. Yes, but some of us don't really realize that. Some people, I think, need to be um, awakened on their purpose, but you gotta at least well, you know, be open people, to that. Yeah, you have to um, get to a place you want to say, "What is my purpose?" Some people don't think about what is their purpose, or they trying to, or they trying so hard, they get so deep, till they can't even find their purpose, and their purpose might be just to. Say hello to somebody else and get them. It, it may be a bridge. You don't know what your purpose is. Or either it might be so f- focused on somebody else's purpose. My mother used to say, be so <laughs> heavenly bound, baby. They ain't no earthly good. <laughs> he, he also has a quote about purpose. Okay, let's hear uh, that one. Uh, this is from, uh, he gave the commencement speech at Howard, right. Virginia, where he attended. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, when you are deciding on the next steps, next jobs, next careers, further education, you should rather find purpose than a job or a career. Mm. Purpose crosses disciplines. Mm-hmm. Purpose is an essential element of you. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes, definitely. On that note, we're going to go to one of my songs now. Another right. one. I just need to hear Whitney behind that. All right. I'm, I, I support a Whitney, Whitney song anytime. on, on, on AM Day. The greatest love of all. all right, let's do it. All right. Let's we'll do it. Be, we'll be back. y'all that was miss whitney houston we dedicated that song to chat with bozeman that was miss rest in power whitney elizabeth houston 
Um, so let me tell you about 2020 really quick. Then we go to another song really uh, in a minute or All commercial. Right. I just want to encourage people when you hear somebody say 2020 has been awful for me. Or they say 2020 has just been a savage and all these bad things about 2020. Please don't give all that power to 2020 after or before it's time because Prince died, I don't know what year that was, 20 what? 2016. Okay, and then Michael Jackson died 20... 2009. 2009. Whitney Houston died. Mm-hmm. 2012. Okay, so, and, and you don't know this date, but two, 20, oh, 2006 was my mother's death. So I've seen a lot of 2020s before 2020 happened now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't give 2020 all that clout to say 2020 just so bad, hurry up 2021. Yeah. Because if my mother was still living, I wouldn't even be thinking 2020 is doing nothing to me, mm. which I still don't think is doing anything to me. But I guess I'm trying to encourage people, don't give 2020, the future, all that power to believe it's supposed to be that bad. Yeah. It's whatever it's supposed to be for that, for that season. If it is me and a whole bunch of other people leaving here, that's my season, my time. That's what's supposed to happen that day yeah. or whatever it is. So to keep spewing that negativity out there, it just makes 2020 seem so heavy to, to bear. And 2020, not that I've had some great things happen in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I'm just encouraging people, don't give 2020 future, don't mess the future of 2020 up like that because 2020 is only doing what 2020 is supposed to do. And, it, and it's not over yet. It's not know? over yet. What happened yeah. when 2021, imagine 2021 and nobody dies, period. Mm. Just not a soul leaves here. Mm. What would you be saying in Lord, we at the end of times? <laughs> <laughs> Is something gonna happen? And then oh, they'll predict since nobody died in 2021, they say about a hundred thousand extra people gonna leave in 2022. <laughs> so you just start predicting what you think God has in store, and you don't know what He has in store. You don't know what's planned. Mm-hmm. You don't know nothing but what you got right now today. So find your purpose and, and, and go with it. Find your purpose for that day and your purpose may be just to hold the door and tell somebody thank you. Because yeah. you don't never know that thank you may have been what they needed to yeah. keep and just that up. acknowledgement, just a hello, just a something. You know what I'm saying? Now you mentioned that was a quote that you tell us about this quote. Which quote? You said if uh if someone left before you this is what Oh you're... no, that's uh uh-uh. uh Okay, all right, cool. I just thought you wanted to... I'm gonna tell y'all if if I should leave here, I don't know when that's gonna be. It, they might not even be writing in English when time I leave here. Are you trying to stay that long? As long as I can. I want to be here for every moment of the life that's that's given to me and enjoy every bit of it. No. Y'all was the one that said oh, being old was supposed to be so bad. And nobody, God didn't tell you you're going to be uh, old and decrepit when you turn 80. You don't know no, no, that. no, no. I, I don't disagree How long you with you, that. You got an you exit strategy? No, I don't have an exit strategy. I mean, I, I'm trying to do as much as I can in, in the amount of time that I have. Um, you know, but I, I'm trying to. What was the oldest man alive? In, uh, I want to be older than him. I don't know what he was. Really? And I want to be here. I want to be coherent. People tearing up your nerve and stuff. And I'm going to be tearing up some nerve because I'm going to be saying whatever I want to do, driving all bad. I'm doing everything Look, I want to do because I deserve that. But it was say, it was speaking, it was speaking like, you know, you want to be in good health and your good right mind, like all it's, of those things. I'm going to be that. You know, I, I don't understand. You, retirement is another word I don't like. I don't necessarily I'm like, care for that word. I'm like, how you going to say you're going to work 35 years or 40 years and you're just going to retire, you're not going to do nothing. So you didn't come here for the purpose of what God put you here for. You're here for the purpose of what you want. Well, maybe they don't look at it like that and that deep. You know, they're looking at it as like they don't have to do that regimen of work every day, daily type retirement thing or whatever. But So so they need, I'm going to tell you, like you say, they need to clear it up and say, I don't want to have to work all my life, but I would like to be a philanthropist, but I don't want to come to this job for the next 
and and maybe they don't necessarily use that phrase because people can misinterpret that and put words in your mouth and say that oh you don't want to work now so just best time sometimes it's just something mm-hmm, just you know moan just <laughs> don't even say that you know <laughs> one, of my, one of my brothers told me say don't say that because you know folks will change your words around so just yeah, in New York all minute, I said mm-hmm. in New York minute, you're right <laughs> so what you got planned for memorial for uh Labor Day. I'm trying to figure it out, man. I want to do something, but I don't want to do like be out in like like where a lot of people. I really, really, really. If I if I could have like Whitney Houston said, if I could have one wish for right now, oh, my one that. wish would have been that's the Christmas for them on the Christmas season, right? Yes, that, yeah, yeah that's my that when a hey, when Christmas come. I played that in Christmas and Temptations. I listen to those I listen two to right there right and now. Alexander O'Neill Christmas. Okay, but we're not talking about Christmas right now. There you go, trying to bring Christmas in. Okay, so. If I could have one like thing that I really wish could have taken place this year, especially during this time and what's going on, is they were able to have house in the park mm. and spread out all over, you know, in a huge place. Normally they they do it in a park, but I think me personally, this is my take and my visualization. Of it, I think that it would have been so many people there this year, like literally. They probably would have had to have like numerous locations and you just bounce around from location to location. Mm. That that has been one of the most powerful unifying days. Yes, ever. Yeah. I had heard about it for so long before attending myself, and it was like, just go, you just gotta and the music, because they're playing house mm. music, you know, it's spread love. It's like, you know, just everybody there. Yeah. It's just a it's just a a, a place. Good, a good party. Yes. Good, yes. Okay. But that's not taking place, so I don't know what, what's going to be going on. You know, I just find something to do. We're trying to get over COVID right now. Yeah. We're trying to get past COVID. All right, y'all. We only got a few more minutes left. Uh, I just want to encourage people to. Uh, I, I got to say one, one thing since you asked, though. I, I will say this. Um, yo, mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. last week, when I brought that food mm-hmm. and those juices yeah, yeah, yeah. up to the studio. Oh, my God. Yes, it was great. Okay. All right. Okay. I, yeah. So, I'm speaking on that place, you know, so I, I'll definitely be tapping into that restaurant Friday, Friday and Saturday. No, yeah. we'll, we'll do it next week. What do you mean next week? We're going tomorrow. Yeah, we're going tomorrow. I'm okay. saying having her on as a guest. Oh yeah. Next week. The vitamin lady. Yes. The your vitamin. Vi- your vitamin lady is the name of the actual um, place. Yes. Because I didn't want to categorize and say restaurant anything. They have like like everything is freshly created. It's organic. You know, there's there's a lot of. We'll have her on and let her tell you all the information because I don't even want to downplay any of that. I'll just say I went and got an amazing um, salmon, crusted salmon salad, mm-hmm. and I ate that for breakfast and, and some muscadine basil juice, and I brought one over to the studio of somebody who's very, 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 very particular about their food because they it like to prepare good, their though. own. And when I tell you it was not one single solitary uh, comment or anything left in that plate, just put a lot of laughter yeah. afterwards. Yeah. All yeah. right, y'all. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100. To 
Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.